Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkStros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros, your team, every day. It don't matter if it's 500 or they're only two games or two up in the run differential. They're still your team. They're still the team that you like to cheer on. And another person who likes to cheer it on is Brett. Brett, where can they find you at? They can find me at H-Town Wheelhouse on Twitter and at Stroh's 411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Stroh's. So yesterday's game happened, Monday night. Uh, for those of y'all that don't live in the Texas area, you know that we're dealing with the Tropical Storm Beta. And what it's doing is just, just adding a lot of water. So um, last night's game happened, and I, I t- texted Brett. I'm like, look. I don't know if I'm in the right mind to talk about this game because that was so frustrating when you have Lance McCullers throwing a no-hitter through, what, six innings or whatever it was, and then all of a sudden it just totally explodes. And uh, we're like, we need to kind of sleep on this. We need to just kind of do some yoga or do some um, mental um, meditation or something like that. So that's why we did the podcast today, but we're still excited to do this. And if you're excited to listen to some Astros talk, go ahead and listen to us on any podcast medium, whether that's Apple, if you want to do Spotify, wherever you listen, just make sure you go check out Locked on Astros daily. So this is something that you probably did talk about, Brett, but I did not, I have not gotten a chance to do this. I told you so. I told you so about (laughs) Justin Verlander. And, uh, no, um, Justin Verlander's, uh, I'm not happy that this happened, but I had a feeling this was going to happen. We're talking about organization that let Lance McCullers pitch with basically the same thing, uh, in the playoffs. And, but basically you're going to miss the next year anyway. So might as well just get some use this year. So I'm not saying that's what happened. I know James Click over the weekend said that this was a new injury, not the one that he was uh, dealing with earlier. But um, unfortunately, Justin Verlander will not be in Astros uniform in 2020 and 2021. And I know there's some salary implications we could talk about in a little bit. But overall, uh, how do you feel about this? Do you think the Astros rotation is still deep enough? No. Um, Well, I mean, do do I think they have enough to make it through a division series, a five-game series? Yes, they do. Do they have enough to play a full seven games if that's what they play in the World Series? I don't know. Um, Justin Verlander, I think, was going to be a huge shot in the arm to this team in the positive meaning that this team would definitely um, find some motivation to get over the hump or past the Oakland A's or something like that with Justin Verlander's presence. But And should he have... The question is, should he have gone for this earlier? If this is a new injury, I guess no, it wasn't in the forecast. But now that it is, we just have to move past it. And I think it does hurt our chances to extend a long playoff run. We obviously will make the playoffs, but whether we extend that past the division series, I don't know. I mean, 
this offense has got to show up. If they don't show up, I don't care who we have on the mound. We're not going anywhere. Yeah, and you're looking at the – I was talking about earlier, the run differential. The Rays have a 52-plus uh, run differential. The Yankees, 49. The White Sox, 72. The Twins, 55. The Cleveland Indians are 40. The A's are 56, and the Astros are sitting there with a plus two run differential. There's a reason why the Astros are at 500 at 27 and 27. And looking in the American, I mean, National League, the Dodgers have a 119 plus, and the Padres have an 84. Well, we witnessed that in firsthand in that one game. and But I think that the Astros have – that's the reason why you went out and got Zach Rinke last year. Yes, it's to replace Garrett Cole this year, but also just in case something happened to Justin Verlander because he is 37 years old. He will be only the 10th player in uh, MLB history to basically try to come back from Tommy John surgery after the age of 37. So th- this is uh, this was a unique situation anyway with the older player. Justin Verlander looked great for years, but remember this um, – Towards his end and with the Tigers, he dealt with some injury issues. So uh, we, we were lucky for two, three years to have a good, healthy Justin Verlander. So now I think we just have to see what happens. Um, now, I know a lot of people, uh, somebody asked you on Facebook the other day, well, do the Astros get to recoup any of this money? Do the Astros get to uh, do getting that money back? Does it, uh, somebody asked, uh, does it go off the luxury tax? And the answer for luxury tax is no. Uh, that is, uh, whatever the contract is, that's going to stay on their luxury uh, tax salary. And I know that uh, you, you're, we're talking before the show that it's going to be a lot lower le- next year because we don't have uh, George Springer, we don't have Michael Brantley on it, Josh Reddick, and there's just several names that are going to be exiting after the season. But you're going to have to add some of those to bring these guys back. But the answer about the insurance is I'm not totally sure – I do remember uh, the last season Bagwell's contract. I believe that Astros tried to get um, some insurance on that. I th- believe it was the year before. Uh, the 2005 was when he retired. So I think they tried to get the 2006 kind of taken care of through insurance, if I remember correctly. But they could do that. But that's still not going to change anything with the their payroll or anything like that. But they can just get some money back. And what they do with that money, it's up in the air. But... Uh, yeah, Justin Verlander is going to be a big loss for this team, did not just for what he does on the mound, but we saw what he did in the World Series where he came out um, out of the locker room and said, come on, guys, let's get the, let's freaking go and uh, win this World Series. So, Yeah, Justin Verlander, like I said, is a big shot to this team. Um, I'm not saying that they can't do it, but, Eric, there are so many teams right now that have everything going for them, pitching, hitting. They just – they're doing all the right things. There are several strong teams. And the AL leader, actually, in run differential is the Chicago White Sox. And they were kind of my sleeper at the beginning of the season. The Oakland A's did lose Matt Chapman. I think that impacts them a little bit. But the name of the game is pitching. If your pitchers can hold up, then you know you can do the job. But see, here's the thing. Lance McCullers took a no-hitter almost – past the seventh inning he he took it into the seventh inning and then brian mctaggart tweeted and screwed everything up actually 
Mark Berman tweeted a minute before he did, so it's on Mark Berman this time, and he's the reason why Lance McCullers lost a no-hitter. No, 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 no. Um, They're doing that stuff in the fifth inning as a joke, and so... Oh, I mean, this was not just, you know what? Okay. You know what? Sometimes there's jokes that you do. There's things you don't joke about, Eric. You don't, (laughs) you, you don't joke about running across the street with a knife. You don't joke about looking both ways before you cross the street. And you don't joke about no hitters and tweet about it. And then realize that you are screwing up every no hitter known to man. Um, other than the one that JV had the power to basically beat because Abraham Toro showed up and saved, saved his butt on that. So anyways, I, digress. Hey, 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 I, I dare you to make a clip of what you just said and send it to Brian McTaggart, Jay Kaplan and Chandler Rome, Allison footer. I dare you to do it. You're daring me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> mark this down, Eric, send me a clip of what I just said and I will send it to all the Houston beat writers <laughs> on our role. And hopefully they're not soft and they don't block me. But maybe we can have a real discussion about superstitions. Of course, I know there's reality and there's logic, but this is baseball, and superstition is king. Players and we're don't put their shoe on. Yeah. yeah, I mean, players don't put their shoe on the same way before every game for no reason. Players don't leap over the foul line because it's bad luck to step on the foul line going on and off the field. I mean, I could go on and on. Bottom line is this. Why do they keep doing it? Um, they know. I mean, it's kind of like, no offense, but it's kind of like when, whenever Donald Trump or someone that is a lightning rod d- does tweet, they do it because they know it's going to piss everybody off. Brian McTaggart kind of, I think they're kind of like that. I think Mark Berman felt left out. So I think he, I mean, he actually beat tags to it. So all kidding aside, Lance McCullers had this gem of a game and then you had the defense breakdown on him. Jose Altuve flubbed the ball, and I'm telling you, man, Jose Altuve does not look right when he throws, when he's out there on the field, when he's running. I, I'm not convinced that he's 100%. And then you literally put up a goose egg against the Seattle Mariners. I mean, you make Marco Gonzalez, who actually has a really high ERA versus the Astros, but he just won his fifth game in a row. Eric, that's the longest streak right now in the major leagues for pitchers getting wins in a row. Marco Gonzalez is like a Cy Young candidate, looked like a Cy Young candidate against us, while Lance McCullers took his home. So his home record, right? Right. His home record was phenomenal. His road record was horrible. And before the game, Blummer and TK were talking about that, how McCullers needs to be more like the home pitcher on the road. Well, he was. Well, guess what happened to the home offense? They didn't go on the road. I think they left their bats. I think they... I don't know what's going on with the Astros on the road. They simply can't play. Well, the Astros are going to have to figure out something for the playoffs for sure. But uh, I think the Astros need to also start thinking about 2021. No, not that I'm looking past the playoffs, but uh, there's going to be a mass exodus in the outfield. And let's say you want to replace somebody at your job and you need to kind of find somebody to work for you, like maybe an outfield, maybe in the, in the bullpen. Where do you think they can go? Well, here's the thing. Most of us aren't Major League Baseball clubs where we have guys on a taxi squad where they can come in and replace someone when they're failing. So if you're a small business owner and you need the best place to go to find workers, like you're having a hard time finding workers, maybe the people you have coming in the door, like you read the resume, it sounds good, but you interview them and you're like, I don't know about this. 
you need to go to Indeed.com. Why? Because it is the number one job site in the world that gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you that the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Now, listen to me say this. This is important right now. Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. This is their best offer they have available. And right now, Indeed, go to Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. Terms and, terms and conditions apply. Offer is valid through September 30th. So if you currently have a job and then your car stops working, it, it's kind of hard to work. And I guess you can work from home. But uh, if there's a part you need, uh, I'm sure Brett's got a great place she can kind of recommend that you can go to to get the best deal every time. Exactly. And if you have a Pacifica or an XT5 or a Fiat or a Kia or an I mean Odyssey, like the Odyssey van, amazing vehicle not i'm just joking so let's just say you have an lx or let's just say you have a ford lariat edition or a ford um, king ranch edition and you are trying to find this fuel pump that you know is kind of hard to come across but you went to the local chain store and they had it but it was marked up severely you need to go to rockauto.com why spend 30 to 50 percent more on the exact same auto parts when you can go to an online store where you don't have to wear a mask and it can be delivered right to your doorstep. Contactless delivery. That's right. Rockauto.com has an easy to navigate website. You literally type your part, what you need. They have thousands of parts for hundreds of models right at your fingertips. This is a family owned business. They've been together for 20 years. They know what they're doing and they don't charge you a different price than they charge professional mechanics. Average Joe's like you and me, we get the same price. So that's great. Best of all, their prices are comparably low, reliably low for do-it-yourselfers. So go right now, go to rockauto.com to see all the parts available for your truck or car. Right, locked on in their how did you hear about us box so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices at the parts your car, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Thoughts by Dusty. On this edition of Thoughts by Dusty, we're going to talk about what he thinks about Springer. Also, what is it like packing for a 30-day road trip, which is basically what the Astros are doing. So, this is what he had to say about Springer. I certainly hope that we get to the point that Springer puts enough pressure on the Astros to sign him. This guy is a heck of a player. I think his best years are ahead of him, and this ballpark is perfect for him. And then uh, um, packing, because for those of y'all, I don't know if you talked about it on yesterday's podcast, Brett, but uh, the Astros will be definitely not playing any games at home from now since the A's clinched last night because the Astros lost. So they're not going to have any home games in the playoffs. They're all going to be on the road. And so basically, Dusty Baker had to pack for basically a month and a week because 
uh, they're not allowed to basically go back home until after the playoffs because they're going to be literally in a bubble. And so this is what he had to say about why he doesn't get his his jeans washed on the road. He says they'll come back looking like Pee Wee Hermans. That shows how old school he is. And he also says, well, who has 30 pair of underwear? Uh, I may have, uh, I think I have about 21, maybe boxers. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't want to get into numbers of underwear <laughs> that I have or boxers or whatever I wear, but I mean, Dusty, you can always go to Walmart and grab an extra pair, you know, or two. Yes. And, uh, also to kind of final, uh, finalize things. I know you sent this to me yesterday, like what, but Dusty Baker sat George Springer yesterday. And I think that that was a mistake. I know that you won't. That at this point there's no ch- there's no chance of catching a so you might as well give George Springer a day off. But he said the reason why he kept uh, dust I mean uh, he kept Springer out of the lineup lineup because of Statcast data and how much uh, Springer ran to beat out an infield hit and an inside park homer Sunday and was an injury risk. So he was playing it safe in other words, and I can understand okay is that, that is. Is that a legit thing? Because I can't tell if, if he was if he was BSing Mark Berman in the interview, or if that's an actual Statcast thing. Because I didn't take the time to look up Statcast. I mean, Dusty Baker he, is so technologically he, advanced. I'm sure he knows all that stuff. And well, here's the thing. So Joe's in, father in probably this, told him, "Yeah, it's it's don't worry about it. Uh, Springer is not good versus uh, Marco Gonzalez. So just keep him out of the lineup." So I'm sure it's a legit thing. So yeah, well, see, I don't know. I think, I think, I think Dusty Baker was 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 pulling a Dusty Baker where he was kind of poking fun at the analytics and the advanced technology statistics and said, "Well, you know, Statcast says." I think that's what he was doing because at first I was like, "This guy is this guy serious?" Like some people were so offended by that they were like, "We need to fire this guy. He's an idiot." And I'm like, "No, he's he's not an idiot. He's a pretty smart guy. He's been around for a while." He wouldn't be employed if he was an idiot. But the bottom line is Springer needed to be in this game. Um, I don't care how fast he ran. If you're worried about him running, DH his butt. You know, DH him. Why? I mean, why not? I mean, who was who? I mean, who was our DH yesterday in the lineup? Oh, I wasn't paying that much attention to who was the DH. Let me look. I think I believe it was uh, somebody, but. Uh, you believe it was somebody? <laughs> yes, it was somebody. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, Sorry, guys. We've that's got a right. lot going on so, here. So uh, um, Springer um, had a big moment in the last home game of the season where he hit that game-tying homer, and he put his fist up in the air. And I know that er, th- this has been talked about on the, around the town. Was that the last time we're going to see George Springer play a home game for the Houston Astros? Hopefully yeah, that's not. Sad to think about. Yes, and uh, he just said that he was. Uh, this is Springer, not Dusty. But he said I was just excited to tie the game there. Uh, it was just a just happy to help. I don't really know how to explain it other than that. A big moment for us to tie the game here to give the chance to not play behind. And when he was asked about what about next year, have you thought about what's going on? He said that they're just he's focusing on uh, what's going on right now. I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. And I know some people take that either way, but he can't really focus on his future when he's trying to figure out how to get better right now. So I, I don't, you, you're not, you don't want to talk about 
next year when you're gearing up for the playoffs. You want to talk about the playoffs. And so I think that's why he said, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. But here's the thing, and, and um, Josh Reddick was our DH yesterday. That's why I forgot about it, because he's somebody. not a DH. Yeah, somebody somebody did something. Anyway, so um, I digress. But the the whole the whole like thing with George Springer um, not wanting to talk about it. Um, I don't I don't necessarily buy that because Yuli Guriel is talking about it like every freaking day. Everybody's He's like, I want to. I know everybody's, everybody's different. different. Everybody's got their own but, personality. Um, uh, George Springer, he may be, he may have all this energy. He may be the life of the party, but he also doesn't want to be a party pooper and talk about next year and the fact that he may be gone. Well, true. But all I'm saying is I, I think he's more than likely going to actually not be back. And I think there's a 75, 25% chance that he leaves and that he doesn't say. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. But it just doesn't sound to me like he's convinced that he wants to stay. And I don't know why that is. But the bottom line is we won't know until next year. We won't know what kind of change that Crane is going to throw at him. I mean, I think you can keep Guriel and you can keep Springer. But then what happens when Correa's contract comes up? And we we do need to touch on that towards the end, the last couple minutes. Correa or Springer, who gets the better benefit, the Astros, out of these two players, right? Yeah. So while we're talking about all these players, uh, that kind of reminds me about the 2017 season. You remember when the Astros won the World Series, and then later we found out about the whole scandal, but some people just can't get over it. And so uh, Dave Roberts is one of those. He was on the podcast with John Heyman, and I know if you're listening to this podcast, you are probably blocked by John Heyman. I think I'm the only one who's not blocked by John Heyman. But Dave Roberts, I didn't really listen to it. I'll go back and listen, and I'll talk about it uh, for tomorrow's podcast. But he says he will never let 2017 go. He will never let the 2017 go, meaning that the Dodgers had a chance to win the World Series, but the Astros were cheating. And I don't, I don't want to hijack the show. We don't have to talk about it. We'll talk about it on the next show. But I just had to throw that out there because Brandon, uh, my Talking Stros co-host, um, sent me a message yesterday saying, wait, what is everybody talking about? And I haven't had really a chance to look at it yet, but I'll look at that later. But the Astros have set their 40-man postseason pool. I don't know if you saw this. There are 12 players who they are not on the Astros active roster who will be there in case they need it. So they will be wherever the Astros are. This is not Corpus Christi thing anymore after the season ends. They will be traveling with the Astros wherever they are. And that includes Garrett Stubbs, Taylor Jones, Nick Tanlu, Chaz McCormick, Michael Papierski, uh, Pitchers, um, Castellanos, Bailey, uh, De- DeYoung, uh, then uh, Sean Dubin, Ralph Garza, Cionel Perez, and Navaldo Rodriguez. And I just have to say, it's sad how many of those players have made their appearance this year. And I know you're having a discussion with the other Locked On host about Dusty Baker. And I'm I'm not really going to judge this season on uh, how good a manager Dusty Baker is. Just because, look at what he's been thrown. If you've been uh, throwing a bunch of junk pitches, you're not going to hit it. You're, you're not going to be able to consistently know how to... 
uh, hit uh, during a real live game situation. So I, I mean, I'm not saying Dusty Baker is perfect. I know that they're resting kind of their younger pitchers a little bit, but Brandon Belak on seven pitches, he loaded the bases yesterday. And Dusty Baker didn't even flinch. And then what happened? I believe it was a two-run double or single or something. And then the Astros' lead got out of control, uh, six to six to nothing at that point. But uh, well, Brandon Belak hasn't been used in a long time. Yeah, yeah, Belak is definitely off his game. He is definitely not the pitcher he was when he when he first came up um, when he first started pitching this year. 2020 is not all on Dusty Baker, but but D- Dusty Baker does have to. Um, take some responsibility. 2020 has been a rough season. So, yes, Dusty Baker, while he's made some questionable managerial moves, this team clearly hasn't performed up to their potential or where they can be. I have no idea why they are where they are, why they are not producing the way they can produce. But Dusty Baker is the manager. To quote the grasshopper from A Bug's Life, when you're in leadership, it's always your fault. So, yes, Dusty Baker is going to get the blame if this team underperforms. Now, if you're an objective and a smart person, you can see that the team has not done their job in putting together games where they can win because either their pitching has been great and their batting has sucked or their batting has, I mean, or vice versa. It, it has not been the same across the board. All right, so uh, let's talk a little bit about the playoffs, assuming I know Dusty Baker said that, that he'll cross this road or this bridge when he didn't say that, but uh, he said that they'll, they'll worry about the rotation once they make the playoffs because the uh, Mariners are still uh, closing in, especially if you keep on losing to the Mariners, and I believe the Angels are one and a half games behind the Mariners. So uh, the Astros, are they keep on hovering around this 500 mark. That's not good. You've, you've got to put some distance. And uh, for nothing else, for team morale, you don't want to be one of those teams that makes the playoff with a losing record. You want to, you want to be at least a few games over 500. So they have this the rest of this week to kind of get that going, and then we'll see how this whole bubble goes with um, everything. But who would you put in a rotation? Assuming I'm just making a very bold assumption that Zach Greinke is the number one starter and game one, who's your, uh, man, I guess we can kind of say, uh, Urquidy is the number two based on what he did in the playoffs. Um, I believe it was last season, but who would be your, uh, number three guy? Well, um, I'm actually going to disagree with you on, on Urquidy being number two, because he just got here. I think you've got to put McCullers number two. I think you put I think you put McCullers number two because of where he is now. I don't know where the where the rotation falls if that's what you're looking at, like their their overall schedule, because that actually is going to have a bearing on you know who pitches. Um, I would I want to on the surface put um, Urquidy three, and then um, put Framber Valdez four, and you don't have to have a fifth starter. You can save the other guys. Christian it. Christian Javier would be able to come out of the bullpen, so I I don't I think that's something that we can, uh, yeah they they definitely don't need a fifth starter, but um yeah overall I think that uh, it does depend on when they're pitching and all that, but I think Dusty Baker's been already kind of lining that up, but I think um, Lance McCullers has shown something uh, with the past few days, and so maybe the uh, past few starts. Uh, yesterday was not as bad, but it was just 
escalated because of the fact that your offense couldn't score any runs. And so, uh, yeah, I, I would kind of agree with you. I just think that um, you want uh, – I, I just think that Urquidy would be – actually, no, McCullers may be better in the second spot because – uh, Urquidy and Greenkey are, I mean, they're different, but they're kind of similar pitchers. Uh, they they both know how to pitch. I think McCullers uh, relies on his stuff. And uh, so uh, maybe we'll see. But it just sucks to not have Justin Verlander in there. But uh, So I here's the thing, Eric. I was, I was just looking at the schedule, and the playoffs are proposed to start on 10-5 on October 5th. The last game for the season is September 27th. So the last pitcher to pitch for the season is actually Valdez. And so McCullers will have enough days um, separated from his start on the 26th till the till the second playoff start. So I think you go with Grinky. I think you go with McCullers. I think you go with um, Urquidy. Then you go with Valdez. And then... Um, but Valdez has proved this year that he can come out of bullpen too. So that's something that yeah, he can uh, yeah, give exactly. you six or uh, innings out of bullpen. And I think Christian Javier yeah. has done that as well. Well, but if you do that, you only have three pitchers. Yeah, I know. You need you yeah, got Brandon yeah, Bielak. No, no, you do not have Brandon. No, you we do not have like Brandon Bielak cannot. No, he is not a force for this uh, for oh, this rotation. In I the know, future, I know he you're could kind be. of tongue in cheek. Yeah, in the in future, the future he will. yes, but. But the future is not now. Now is now, and so I'm I'm calling for so Ricky no Lewis Garcia. McCullers. Uh, no, not as a starter. Definitely not in the playoffs. Not not in his first season. Yeah, he's great. He's going to come in as a reliever. Um, but Grinky, um, McCullers, Urquidy, and then Valdez, I think, are the four that they go with. If if they get into a series. Um, is is the World Series back at seven games? Are the is yes. the ALCS at seven games as well? Yes. Okay. Well, then and then the wild then, card um, games are three games, and I think the ALDS is five games. But I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I knew it was five games. I just didn't know if they were shortening the other series leading to the World Series. So, yeah. I mean, once you have a seven game series, you you definitely have to put Christian Javier in there, Javier in there as as one of the starters to give your Number one guy rest uh, no, I, the proper rest. I, I don't think you even go five. I think you go four in a seven game series. Uh, so I okay, think okay, I think it'll okay. be Valdez in there once you add it. The longer the series goes, so yeah, you're right. No, so so I miscounted. Um, I'm looking at these names and they're doubled up. So yeah, you're right. That's four. So the four would end at Valdez or whoever they pick those four and starters. Keep in mind Correct. is that there's not too many days off during the playoffs, and so. If any, that's true. So that's something that you're going to have to keep in consideration. This is not going to be the was it 1999 Astros who got Kevin Brown twice and uh, got knocked out of the playoffs. So anyway, guys, that's all we got. Hopefully, we're talking about a Astros win versus the Mariners tonight, and hopefully, we're in a little bit better mood tomorrow. But being at 500 sucks, especially when you're possibly going to playoffs and don't forget to listen to the locked on astros podcast daily and don't forget to go check out our friends solely over the locked on mlb podcast i'm sure he's complaining about something today but it's always a great show and thanks for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow